Our new intro is just going to be picking up mid-conversation. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for it. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it should be. All right, what are we doing today? What's the new format? Uh, oh, we need to talk about the new format, guys. Uh, so, uh, as you know, Peacock has just long-stroked us and will not put Monday Night Nitros on there for whatever godforsaken reason. So, uh, change of plans. We're going to start uh, watching old Monday Night Raws. And as everyone knows, the first Raw, January 11th, 1993. And uh, we watched it for you guys, so you don't have to. And boy, was it a doozy. Actually, I'll say for, for, for the first Raw ever. It was good. There's a lot going on. It felt, it felt busy, but in a good way. I, I thought it felt uh, a lot uh, less scripted. It really just felt like, oh, anything could really happen right here. This could just go off the fucking rails at any second. <laughs> Uh, but also very, um, very, very childlike. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. say. I'd, 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 I'd agree it was 1993, that. so that's fine. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot you can do about that, you know what I mean? There, 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 was, some, there, were, there was some silliness, but I, I liked it. Yeah, I liked, it was fun. I liked it a lot. It, I think it very much felt the, I, I get, I, if someone watched that and then watched today's product, I'd fully get where they're like, yeah, I don't like it anymore. Right. Because it is very much, it's like, well, yeah, you know, it is. Today is obviously more scripted than it used to be. Right. You know, so I, I fully get why someone would say, I don't really I don't really like that no more. I get it. Uh, so we can go right into it. We can go right into it. Um, the first match. Well, hold on. Before we even get to the first match, um, what uh, it starts out with, I can't think of the guy's name, the interviewer, and uh, good old Bobby the Brain Heenan is trying to get into – the wh- wh- where are they? They're not in Madison Square Garden. Um, no, they're they're in uh, Manhattan. Um, can't think of the name of the. No, I don't know. But uh, Bobby Heenan's trying to get in uh, again. Weird, because uh, he works there, so you think he could just go in? You think right. he'd be allowed? But uh, he's not. It's, it's sold out. It is sold out. And then they said, oh, "Well, it's sold out. You can't buy a ticket." And again, you think you would just show your employee pass? I work here. And just get in. But it, it, it didn't work like Which that. Which is actually funny because they show later on in the show, in, in the uh, they show a promo, a a, uh, a video package promo basically of Bobby Heenan. So it's kind of funny. But the first match is uh, Coco Beware taking on Yokozuna. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, first, first, I didn't know Coco Beware was just absolutely fucking stacked. I was, I was, I was a big kid. A tank. He's, he's built. Now, he did not look built because he was against, as they said, a big-butted Oriental in Yokozuna. So, the commentators of this match was, obviously, Vince McMahon, Macho Man, and, um, what's the guy's name? Rob? You, 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 you were the one that took notes. Rob I'm, Bartlett? Uh, Rob Bartlett. I'm, I'm winging it over here. Who the hell here. is this guy? Um... Uh, he calls Yokozuna the big butted Oriental. Oriental? Orient? Ty- oh, Tyler, are you saying he's wrong? Good old boy got a big butt. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just move on. That's a, that's, that's a big. Uh, you're telling me Yokozuna's not a big kid. That's a big kid. He is. He's a big old kid. Um, Yokozuna picks up the victory. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty typical. Um, First Raw, trying to push Yokozuna, squash match, uh, like two, three minutes. Where does um, Coco go from here? I have no idea where Coco goes from here, to be honest. I don't know what the next, uh, I, I don't I don't know what would be next for him. I think momentum-wise, it's a tough loss for Coco, because we're 
we're just a couple weeks away from from 1993 Royal Rumble. We are to to lose in such a fashion, such a dominating fashion, right before the Rumble. You feel like your confidence is shaken. You 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 yeah. I I I agree with that. It's a tough loss for the guy. It's 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 pretty bad. Yeah, he got squashed. Uh, I think the I'm Rumble. Yoko's looking good. Yoko Zuna's. I don't know who's gonna push that big lad over the top how, rope. How the hell is it? Yeah, how's he gonna get? I don't. I don't know who's going unless he gets on the second rope to then drop his big butt on somebody, <laughs> and they happen to all push him over, or Hacksaw hits him with his two by four. But other than that, though, I'm not. Yeah. Well, first, uh, someone will mention later uh, the Undertaker. He's a big hoss too. Maybe, maybe he could give him a push in there. But I don't. I can't think of. I think it's gonna have to be a team effort, and I don't see a lot of these dudes teaming up yeah. as a too selfish. You know, they're too selfish. Um. Also, uh, we're, we're going to talk about something that's not Raw-related real quick. The date today is Wednesday, April 21st, 2021, and it fucking snowed. It snowed. I woke up today, and I had places to go, and I had to clean snow off my car. I mowed my yard in shorts yesterday. Yeah, I mowed. It was a couple days ago. But I mowed a couple days ago. Push mowed. It was sweating. felt fine. And it melted in like 15 minutes. It melted. It melted pretty fast. I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I, I woke up. I feel like I felt lost. I felt depressed. I felt like I wanted to start swinging with somebody that it, that it snowed. I had to, I mean, multiple, like multiple inches of snow. Yeah. Up, uh, up a little north from us, like in Newark and stuff, they got like four inches. They had a, our, my instructor's parents are visiting his other family up north, and he said that his dad's in picture today, and he's like, we have five inches of snow. Uh, I don't even. It's going to be 80 on Tuesday. Yeah. Thank, so. thank God. I'm playing golf on Tuesday. Okay, so um, about this match, Yoko wins, and um, yeah, I think he's looking strong. I think he's looking strong for the Rumble. I, I think he is. Yeah. Um, so the next, what we see next is uh, Bobby the Brain promo about. <laughs> this was good. Uh, so I wrote deep. I wrote two <laughs> pages of notes about this, and not about this promo, but about. Raw. Uh, you damn near could have wrote two pages about this promo. Um, he was uh, cutting a promo about narcissist. He was, <laughs> he was cutting a promo on Mister Perfect uh, about the debut. I guess it would be the debut. Yeah, yeah, because he, he said when you see him, you're going to think he's so perfect. He's just from another galaxy. He's out of this. First off, a little goofy. Yeah, I want to see that man now. Oh, I'm I'm intrigued. The narcissist, or as Bobby the Brain Heenan kept referring to him as the narcissist. Narcissist. Over and Not over. the narcissist. Narcissist. But now I'm starting to think. Was that on purpose? I think it was on purpose. Yeah. I mean, he had to know that he was saying it weird and just it was a rib. I I, I would I would assume the I, narcissist. I'd, but if he's trying to get this guy over, why the hell is he calling him the narcissist? That's his name. What do you want him to do? He can't change the kid's name. But so, uh, I'm intrigued. But here's the thing. So in this in this '93 Rumble, which they talk about later on, they're talking about who is um, going to be in this match, and Mr. Perfect's in it. Are they talking? Are they going to have a singles match, or I, were they feuding at the time? I don't know. I I'm assuming. They haven't made it very clear, but I don't know how many people are on the roster in '93. So I think there's a chance some people like Miss Perfect are going to pull double duty. They're going to have a match, and then be in the Rumble, which how puts many, them at a, puts them at a big disadvantage. How many K 
can you think off the top of your head? No. How many, like, singles just, like, blood feud matches have just been at the Rumble? Like, payoff matches? E- even if they did pay dope. That they did pull double duty and they were in the rumble or not. Can you think like just blood feud actual like our feuds ending here matches? Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of it. most of the time it's a like stepping stone or a, a clear oh. Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> or or a clear title change or uh something of that nature. But most time it's there's there's no real actual blood blood feud uh, payoff matches at the Royal Rumble, I don't think. You would think it's a lot um, of setting up stuff for, for mania. And K Fabe that's an odd time to have your mental mindset you're going to blow off of this, like, grudge feud you have with someone when your mindset should be, like, winning the Rumble. You'd think so. Or you'd setting yourself up for WrestleMania in think some to, fashion. You'd think to get back on him, you just eliminate him in the Rumble. Right. Or you say, hey, guys, let's just put this on hold. Let's let's all focus on, like— Yeah. So, you know what? I'll kick your ass on Monday, but Saturday, we're just I'm just going to win the Rumble. Hey, speaking of this— But thing, you know that Big Butted Oriental's in the Rumble. I mean, are you even worried this year? I'm taking this year off. You say, you know what? This, this big boy's winning. I'm saying, I ain't doing a damn thing. I'm not, I'm not in the match this year. So let's let's also look at it in kayfabe, right? Say you and I were feuding, we're and, feuding. and this is like January, right? You know, if we're like, say I come back to you backstage, right? Right. I'm like, look, you hate me. Wait, you, you closing the distance on me? I hate you. Oof. Okay. Okay. Just okay. hear me out. I'm hearing you out. I know we want to rip each other open, right? But we also want a big payday, and we want to be on the WrestleMania card. Okay. Let's okay. just try to hold this off like three months. I mean, think about that. That was my response to that. <laughs> so you know, you know, WrestleMania is coming up. You're not gonna be like, I fucking hate you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip you open. That you'd be like, all right, let's just let's just try to like let's try to prolong this oh, a little I, bit. Well, I, if I was if I was in wrestling, yeah, I'd be a pussy. I'd say, listen, guys, if, if me and you work together, I try to make as many friends as I could. Yeah, I'd like, say, do we have to fight? I mean, me uh, and that big buddy Oriental would be dudes. I'd say, yeah. hey, oh, me, yeah. me and you are going to Promise Land. Yeah, we're going to Mania. And then the second he was about to hit his finisher on somebody, I'd knock him over the top. And the dude he just beat up, I'd toss him over the top. And all of a sudden, I'm going to Mania to face either uh, Bret Hart or uh, the bad guy, Razor Ramon. So that's the WWF title match, yep. uh, which we'll get to a little bit later on, that um, Razor Ramon had an uh, in-ring interview with uh, Vince McMahon. And boy, it was good. So um, he, had a, he had a hell of a line. <laughs> Yes, he did. So the next after that promo was the Steiner brothers versus the Executioners. <laughs> this, so we could agree the first Raw was just, hey, these are our stars. They're really dominant. These are our big guys. Like here, we, it's, and you got to do that first couple weeks, right? You got to say, hey, these are the real guys, right? And, and you got to win. They go, oh, okay, these guys are good. They beat these guys up pretty easily. But Jesus, would you hate to be the fucking Executioners here? Oh yeah, just getting. St- Diffed on a hell, but at one point Scott Steiner slides out of the ring, gives them a double headbutt, and then throws the wrong motherfucker back in the ring. And they just <laughs> and, beat and so, the shit out of that. And guy. so who cares? And really, if I'm the executioner, I'm not disputing like, no, I'm actually the legal man. I'm like, fuck, just pin one of us. Jesus Christ, just fucking end it. I'm not doing this. Before we get to the finish though. Right. Who do we see in the crowd? Uh you see uh Doink the Clown, or is that Rob what what Bartlett? Bartlett. That D-list fucking comedian in the '90s talking about he's a, a dork or the the clown. I don't know. It's, it's Doink. Is it called Doink? Way to get over your talent. By Bar- just Bartlett. The whole time. I don't know why. I don't know why that. I don't know why he's there. 
he just he damn near. I mean, he's he's funny. He's got some funny lines, but he just shits on it the whole time. <laughs> Later in another match, in an Intercontinental Championship match, he does a Mike Tyson impersonation for like six minutes. Have you ever seen the the episodes of Family Guy where they'll do a joke or Peter will fall and just do the ah thing, and you're yeah. like, oh, this is this is taking way too long. Like this is the joke's over now. That was that Tyson impression. He he damn near did it for the match. They did like a full on like mock interview yeah. during an Intercontinental Championship match. Basically, yeah. Also, we'll, we'll get into that later. But so the Steiner brothers obviously pick up the W here over right. the Executioners. I uh, wrote in my notes, beat the goddamn shit out of the Executioners. And by God, did they? They absolutely just smoked them. Um, also, so we are, we're acting as if, by the way, for everyone listening. That uh, clearly we know what happens. We're gonna act like we're not knowing what's happening. We're just gonna try to okay. We're fans. This is what we think's going on in the future. Um, I don't know another tag team because the Rockers just broke up. I think they said what in this time. Yeah, uh, I think they mentioned that they were gonna have a match at the Rumble against the uh, Beverly Brothers. Uh, they are. Do you know where the Beverly Brothers brothers are from? Um, Beverly Hills, Ohio. Ohio, Beverly Hills, Ohio. I swear to God, look at they're from Ohio. I, I think Wilmington's maybe, but they're from Ohio. Oh. Absolutely from Ohio. Hey, who's from here? Someone who someone lives out here on I'm Route not, 3. I'm not telling you on my location. Ma- on the mail route. I can't. What's his name? I, can't I don't know what Route 3 is on the mail route. <laughs> I was saying it to myself. Um, he works at Union Notice School. Um, ben Hartsock? The no, former. No, no, the wrestler. Um, oh, what's his name? Um, I, I got to get some. Bo- Fulton? Bobby Fulton? Bobby Fulton? Yeah. Is that his name? Fulton? I have no idea. That's it. That's gonna drive me crazy. I'll figure that at the end. Anyway, yeah, there. Well, there's. He was. Yeah. Uh, the against the. Yeah, it is. They are gonna face the Beverly Brothers at the Rumble. Um, I'm voting on the Steiners, the uh, All Americans from Michigan University. To How you just, gonna beat them? Huh? How you gonna beat them? How you gonna beat the Steiner Brothers? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're uh, electric chair bulldog off the top is what I'm calling it. Mm-hmm. I, I forget what the actual move's called. Um, solid. Boy, that's nice. That's a nice look. Oh move. yeah. Also, weirdly enough could be the most painful move of the match, and it looked like if I was an executioner, that's the one I'd want to take. Oh, yeah. He's like, at least I'm not landing on my fucking neck. Yeah, he's like, okay. So I'm landing on my fucking I can, head. I can do a lot of this with my knees and my elbows, and I can live. Like, Jesus Christ. Okay, so the going into the next uh, segment was another Bobby the Brain segment where he's trying to get into the arena. And at this point, buddy, the show's only 40 minutes long. Also. And we're 20 minutes through. It's live on TV. Just go to your fucking hotel room and watch the shit. <laughs> like, what? What does he want in so bad for? It's almost over. Oh, does, does he want to see Doink? Is that, is that what he wants to see? Is, Maybe is he it, knew what was going to happen at the gonna, end of the show. Is he going to fight Mr. Perfect? <laughs> and we call that in the biz foreshadowing. That's crazy. Okay, so the next is a pretty good, pretty good spot. Uh, pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, segment here. Vince interviews Razor Ramon. Ooh, I loved this. Oh, we have a cameo. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, loved this interview uh, for one a real big reason. There was a big thing in it where Razor Ramon kept saying, oh, I'm telling you, it's a great fucking promo. He said, uh, yeah, said, Brower, it took you eight and a half years to get to the top of the business. It took you eight, you scratched and clawed eight and a half years for you to get where you're at. I've been in it for eight and a half months, and I've already caught you. It took me eight and a half months to catch you. You did an eight and a half year, you suck, kid. And he, he drew in the whole thing, yes, because you're nice. You're a nice guy. You know, you're this, you're that, but... Yeah, and I'm this bad guy. I'm a horrible guy, and it took me eight and a half months. And oh my god, I caught you! Like, look how how crazy is that? And I fucking loved it. Yeah, flicked his flicked his toothpick at McMahon. Good stuff. Loved it. 
I thought it was great. Uh, made made me want to see it. I I definitely want to see the match. Now. Oh yeah. Okay. Also, I want to hear from Brett. I want to know what Brett say about it. Damn. Well, maybe next week on Raw he's he says uh, something. He he's on Raw next week. They it did does, four show tonight. It does recap a little backstage segment. I guess the week before. But I don't know when this would have been because there's no no Raw before this. I think it was on that uh, that mania thing that they have on Saturdays. That WWF oh, okay. mania. I think is what it was on. So Owen Hart. This would have been a week or so before Owen Hart is sitting backstage doing an interview and Razor Ramon I've never seen it before clotheslines and Molly clotheslines Owen Hart while Owen Hart is sitting down but so also, funny also they, they said it like he jumped Owen Hart like because that's what Vince said remember in the ring he said well if you're just this big tough guy why, why'd you do that to Owen Hart why do you have to get tough with him first of all a pet peeve of mine when interviewers try to act tough you know, you're an interviewer just ask fucking questions and move the fuck on yeah but when he was saying that and they showed the clip I am on Razor Moon's side. He didn't jump that kid. He ran at him. There was like enough time. Face, face first. He didn't come from behind him. He ran straight at his head and clotheslined him. There was no extra things with it. There, there, there really wasn't. We're, we're having a cameo from a child. Um, so it's actually funny. It, it almost looks like a super modern uh, take, a uh, super modern spot of like, a Japanese match on the outside where uh, someone's, you know, sitting on a chair waiting forever, and you have just clothesline. Yeah, ba- while he's sitting yeah. down. It was. I loved it. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. And I don't feel bad for Owen because I think yeah, you're 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 a professional wrestler, and you saw that man running at running at you, <laughs> and you deserve it, and you let it happen. Okay, moving on in Raw. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say a line. Say it. And we're just going to move on to the next match. No, I'm talking. If you say it, I'm talking about it. Rob Bartlett says, and now we're going to hear from the Native American Tatanka. Uh, the undefeated Native American Tatanka. I want to know why they're so big on, they're like, well, we can't say Indian. We have to say Native American. And then they called Yokozuna a big butted Oriental. I mean, what do you even, what do you even say? You know? I'm so, I was so happy. <laughs> They couldn't just say Tatanka. They had to say the Native American Tatanka. And uh, it's on that. Which, uh, pretty cool, actually. In 1993, they were doing a headlock on hunger to help uh, hungry kids in Somalia. Right. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like that. Yeah, we need to check in and see how that's how that's doing. Yeah, I do wonder how that ended because I believe there are people in Somalia who are still hungry. So, so here comes the, I'm assuming, the um, workhorse load of the, uh, of the show. It's oh, yeah. an intercontinental title match where... Shawn Michaels is putting his IC title on the line against. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember his name? <laughs> uh, Moon, right? Max Moon. Max Moon. Oh, uh, r- real quick, I, saw, I liked the match. I thought it was fun. Uh, I yeah. do. I do realize uh, in '93 there was a lot of hip tosses and hammer locks. What do you think of this hammer lock? So there's a hammer lock that Max Moon puts on Shawn Michaels there, early. Yeah, well, I'm, as a as a black belt in jiu-jitsu, what do you think? Um, one, not true. Two, uh, karate. I'm sorry. It. I've never done karate in my life. I make fun of people who do karate, <laughs> but uh, no, I like karate. That's a joke. Um, though it was a. He didn't have any weight on him. He just laying beside him and has a hammer lock. I'm like, okay, there's no weight on you. Like you can move your hips out and sit. You can. You could build, you could do something. You could build a base. You could shoulder roll. You could do a lot of things here, because there's literally no fucking weight on you. 
So I, I didn't time this. I'm guessing this went. Mm, eight, I'd, give, I'd give it nine. Eight, I'd say nine, it went minutes. nine minutes. Uh, best match of the night. Also, the only match that. Also, a title match. They didn't a, really get a reaction. And a, didn't get didn't get a whole lot of reaction. Also, one of the only matches that had a commercial break in the middle of it. Right. Weird to well, choose that. You think that. that's probably the longest segment of the night? I would. Uh, I'd say so. Though. Also, uh, how old this is? Uh, HBK was not the heartbreak kid. He was just the kid. <laughs> that's that's true. He was. They kept calling him the kid. But okay. uh, so uh, I, I took a few notes during this match, and I realized that after the hammerlock, start seeing. Doink the clown still walking around. What's going to happen there? Uh, doinks. Uh, Are they going to pay it off? I don't. Oh. What does he want? Oh, do they? <laughs> we find eventually we find out what Doink wants. I loved. I loved Doink walking around. This is also. I thought um, it was. I thought it was funny because I was like, if you're just a little kid, you know what I mean? Nineteen ninety-three ball. And you got this weird-ass clown walking around with his arm in a sling. I mean, what, what are you doing? I'd, I'd be freaked out. Oh yeah. It's kind of an asshole, really. Oh yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a dick. Um, but, uh, this is where we also get a so the match is like eight minutes long and we get like a five minute Mike Tyson impersonation. Yeah, that just on commentary. So there's that. Uh, there was a point what where else say? they okay. they hit him with a uh, Max Moon, I believe, hit Shawn Michaels with some sort of slam, and uh, Bartlett said uh, in his Mike Tyson impression, he said, "Yeah, write that move down. I need to know how to do that when I get on the yard. I can send you any of Mike Tyson's about to go to prison," <laughs> and then. Uh, Randy Savage then says, well, he's like, I'll say, we'll say this right now on Raw, where it's uncut and live. You, you got a Raw deal. On Raw, we'll say, you got a Raw deal. And you can tell Vince immediately tried to get off of it. And he's like, yeah, some people think he did. <laughs> and just tried to move on. Uh, uh, also, when they uh, came back from the commercial break, Rob Bartlett said, during commercial break, Shawn Michaels pulled a knife. He did. So there's there's that. And for, I don't know if he did, because I wasn't there. He very well could have pulled a knife. Yeah, we weren't there. Um Sean Michaels also looked at the camera and said, this face has broken so many homes. And then Rob Bartlett responded and said, the only thing that face has ever made me break is wind. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can, you can shit on it, but, like, that's funny shit. <laughs> like, come on, that's good stuff. It was so stupid, it was funny. You said the only thing, the only thing. How bad does the face have to be? It's when you see it, you just shit. <laughs> That's so horrible. <laughs> I want to. I want to meet someone like that. <laughs> you see their face, and you just—that's it. You smoke uh, every time, and you work with this person, so it's, you you're know, seeing them a lot. Absolutely shredded. Uh, a good match. Uh, they keep talking about how uh, sensational Sherry is going to be either in the corner of uh, Shawn Michaels or his uh, former tag partner. Uh, Marty Jannetty. Marty Jannetty. So they're having the their IC title match. If of course Shawn Michaels retains, spoiler he does. Yeah. Uh, at the Rumble. <laughs> what, um, if, what if what if Max Moon won? That'd be hilarious. That'd so be so, uh, so uh, one thing during this match that we noticed was um, a Mike Chiodo fast count. Oh yeah, for, with Max Moon pinning Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He did a fast count. And the only thing I can think as I wrote. Um, he says, let's fucking go home, boys. This match is going on forever. He, he said, there's no reason. He said, Michael, stop playing there's, with this kid. There's not a single fucking pop in this match. Uh, Michaels, I believe, hit his super kick and then just kind of like a back slam. Well, and remember, he hits the super kick and he goes for like a back yeah. suplex. and he jump, he jump, Max Moon jumps out of it. And then Michael just ducks under him and hits it. And we're like, okay, well, why, why'd you get out of it the first fucking time? It's so weird. But uh, that was, it was it was a fine match. There was nothing really wrong with that match, I would say. 
Um, in the pro, so there's a promo after that with Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels um, talking about their um, their IC title match at the Royal Rumble. Marty Jannetty, let me ask you this: <clears throat> He claims that he's going to end Shawn Michaels' career. Do you think that's going to happen? Bold statement. Um, no. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I, 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 no, no, I, I say There's yeah. a blood feud. I know, I know Marty Jannetty would be a man of his word. You know one thing I do I like? Hope he does. Michael's kicked him. Michael's trying to take his girl. Yeah, yeah. I hope he does. I um, I, I say he does. I say he does, and I think it's going to be the last match of Sean's career. No, but, I, but seriously, I do like in wrestling when it feels organic and when there's a blood feud that actually is also – I know this sounds obvious, but like it's not – so like a title feud, right? Sometimes – that that's over, what it's about. That overshadows the title. You're but, like, yeah, the title's secondary. Like, yeah, I want your title too, but I just want to beat your ass. But like when it's like, oh, it's this blood feud, but one guy happens to be champion. Yeah. Like, it just it feels feels yeah. right. Feel, feels more organic. Um, okay, not to just directly read from my notes, but you know, whatever. Um, the next thing I have is Bobby Jesus. The show's almost over. He's still trying to get in this uh, fucking yeah. show. Well, he tried to be the uh, the aunt of uh, commentator and D-list comedian of Bartlett first, <laughs> and then on this one, he tries to be the uncle. And then he has trouble with uh, with his beard. Oh, wait, no, I, did, I just now thought, I think there's some kind of, like, offensive Jewish... Oh, yeah, he, well, he definitely... Overtones. He definitely did, yeah. Definitely was dressed up like a Jewish man. But, yeah, I mean, what, what, what are you going to do? That's what he did. Do we talk about the Reverend Slick thing, or are we just going on? Oh, yeah, oh, you're damn right I'm talking about the Reverend <laughs> Slick thing. Dude, We're getting paid by the, by, by the words. Dude, so. That might have been my favorite part of the fucking night, <laughs> Reverend Slick. I um, loved that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know how you even describe what happened there. It was just a recap of what happened. Um, Breaking it, re- read your notes. I never know how to pronounce the guy's name. Just go for it. Kamala? Yeah, Kamala. Harris? No. Uh, recap of Kamala and Reverend Slick. I really don't even remember what happened. Um, Kamala, they said uh, that uh, Reverend Slick came out and helped Kamala see the light. So Kamala's uh, manager or whatever that dude was to Kamala and uh, another gentleman were out there trying to corral Kamala and get him to calm back down and were basically beating him and like bullying him into a corner and then Reverend Slick came out and tried to help him they smacked the shit out of Reverend Slick put that boy on the ground and then Kamala just lost his goddamn mind and started hitting his belly and his titties and running laps around that ring so we'll chasing see. those we'll poor see how kids. that storyline developed oh well he fell in the light Tyler He's going to start speaking more clear and just not I – w- I want to hear him cut a promo. You think he's looking to be a danger in the 93 Rumble? With Reverend – boo, boy. <laughs> <laughs> With Reverend Slick by side, I'd say he could be. I'd t- I don't know why he wouldn't be. I love the idea of – he love the idea of someone's name is Reverend Slick. I want this to be like how uh, – You go to church and that's your <laughs> – oh, I love it. I want this to be – this would be – I know it won't be – how like, well, like you can't be mad at the guy when he like embezzles like forty million dollars from your church. Like his name's yeah. Reverend Slick. I want this to be like how uh, Festus and uh, CM Punk eventually was, like very, very much in the future, um, where uh, they uh, did a uh, uh, Festus left for a little bit. Festus, for those of you who don't, I would assume most of you know, uh, he was just so he was just bleh, just drawn everywhere, couldn't do anything, and the bell would ring, and he would just lose his mind. When CM Punk found him and, you know, showed him to the light and all that stuff. And I want I want that to be what this is. I want Reverend Slick to take him to the light. And I want Kamala to come in a suit. Still have his face paint on, but I want him to be in a suit. 
talking real clear and talking about how he was on drugs. That's why he was acting like that. <laughs> they kept, they like, kept hitting him with tranquilizers. Yeah, I was on fucking crack. <laughs> and then like showed me the light. And for you got a, me on meth. And, <laughs> and for a payment of twenty nine ninety nine to the church every month, <laughs> you can find the light as well. You know, I will say, in like. All joking aside, if this was like today's Raw, there's a chance that this storyline just gets dropped and people like, no one will remember. At least, yeah. you know, they're probably going to follow up with this. Yeah, right? I'd, say so. I'd say they follow up. They better, it was, they mentioned it in the 45 minutes of fucking action I got to see. They better mention it again. Right. Which, you know, like I said, in yeah. today's WWE, that's not guaranteed. That's true. Okay, so we're going on to main event. Ooh. Um, well, who's in the main event? Uh, the main event is uh, The Undertaker. And he is taking on Damien Demento. What a fucking name. A big-ass truck. <laughs> Dam- Damien Demento. First, uh, I-, I like Damien Demento. I think he has really cool ring gear. I like the shoulder pads he always mm-hmm. wore with the teeth or claws or whatever in them. Uh, I think his hair was pretty good. Cool. A lot of commitment to your role to have the haircut he had. Uh, the good, good, good guy. Um, but Jesus Christ. So w- with the camera cuts to the ring, and he's already in the ring, so you know, well, this jobber's getting it. Like, it he's, is, it he's is a, eating the fucking pan in five minutes or it less. Is a, it is a very weird thing to see. Uh, it's your main event, and you cut to it, and half your main event's already in the ring. You didn't see his fucking entrance. Not a whole lot of entrance to see because the ramp is about three three steps. <laughs> and then and you're, his name's also Damien fucking Demento. What a, I love that name. I'm going to name my kid that. Okay, Damien the Mento Borland. I'm going to we're going to do a little game here. I'm okay. going to say a quote, and you're going to t- say who said this quote. Hit okay? me with it. Who's the guy with the martini shaker, Vince? <laughs> <laughs> who said it, and what is the context? God, I wish I would have said it. That's a funny fucking line. You know what? I'm kind of liking this. Well, I don't want to give it. Who, who was it? You know who the fuck it was. Rob Bartlett. I'm liking this guy. He's just so shitting what? all over the product, and he's getting paid to do it. So what, so what happened was, Paul Bear. This was back when the urn really had power over the Undertaker. Like he would go to attack the guy again, and Paul Bear would like grabbed uh, his hair. Grabbed his hair. It was at the end of the match. Uh, spoiler alert: Yeah, the Undertaker beat the fuck out of <laughs> Damian Demento and won. Yeah, sorry to ruin that one for you guys, but. uh <laughs> Grabbed his fucking hair. If, and you like, have, if you're at a red light, you have enough time to watch this match. And showed him, and showed him the urn and followed him. It was like, no, you followed the urn, right? So he did. Right. And when he was doing that, Rob Partlett said, hey, Vince, who's the guy with the martini shaker? <laughs> and the martini shaker is the urn that literally has power over the Undertaker. <laughs> so the match was nothing, obviously, but it was pretty clear to see how um, explosive Undertaker was early on in his career. And you're yeah, like, oh, absolutely. Okay, there's, there's something here, obviously. Yeah, also, there's a lot of moves he hit where you're like, okay, like, you're going to refine that, make it a lot better, and that, right. that's going to be like a staple for your career. Um, One thing, he hit old school, and there was a couple other moves where they uh, the ropes were utilized. Mm-hmm. And you can see just how absolutely loose those ropes used to be. I mean, they're like, boxing ropes. Yeah, the top rope would just all of a sudden be the middle rope. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, wow. Oh, like so you think, well, these, these are big boys. You're looking yeah. at Yokozuna, the big butted Orient. And <laughs> I mean, he's doing the bunzai drop. I mean, like, the ring's about to fall off, you know? <laughs> like... Wait a minute. I, I don't. We should call it. I know it's Bonsai Drop, right? Or what I say? Bonsai? Well, we should call it Bonsai because it's, it's with his buns. It should be the Bonsai Drop. <laughs> the big butted. Yeah. <laughs> and call him a big butted Oriental. That's so bad. Okay. Um, so. Uh, next. They did about two or three promos about 1993 Royal Rumble. Now right. you can order it. It's 30 men, one ring. What's going to happen? Are you looking to buy it? I'm going to buy it. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm going to buy it using your Peacock account. Yeah. Okay. Damn right I'm buying it. Um, I liked it though, especially for, for it. It felt like okay, anything can happen. This is crazy. Like Are this you getting could, paid by them to this, say this or? Yes. Okay. This could fall off the rails at any point in time. Which it did. Um, yeah. Also, uh, at the end, um, Bobby finally gets in. It's over now. But he gets it. He goes to the roof and gets in. Also, this announcer sh- should get a fucking raise because he followed him to the goddamn roof for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know why he did, but he did. He's like, I, I, what? This is my job. I gotta, you know, have an angle to be Absolutely. on the show. But uh, uh, so I, I fucking pro- loved it. So they're promoting for next week, and right. there's a steel cage match. <laughs> oh, I fucking forgot about that. Between Woody Allen, right, and Mia Legend, Farrow. Mia Farrow, Legend. So we're just gonna leave that there. No, I'm not. I, who are you picking? I'm picking. I'm picking Woody Allen. Got, I think Woody Allen has those hands. You know, I know this was several years before the Attitude Era, but like, right? There were some fucking balls to be saying this stuff. Tyler, I loved that. We, I hope they do revisit it because I want to see what Rob Bartlett has to say about it. First off, it's gonna uh, be just just tacky and tasteless. Real, and real quick, Rob Bartlett gonna be on the next draw? I hope he is. I think he is for the next at least few. I'm, I love it. Uh, what do we is Macho? What do we think Macho Man's first uh, thing's gonna be? What do you mean? Well, because he's on commentary. I'm assuming eventually someone's going to do something with him on commentary, right? Eventually someone's gonna talk real slick to him because he's he's gonna have a match because he's gonna be in the Rumble. He's in the Rumble because he's final two, right? Huh? With Yokozuna. I don't know. Tyler, I haven't seen it yet. I'm I'm just assuming because they're two like fantastic wrestlers. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet, obviously. And he probably. <laughs> Faces someone at WrestleMania. No, wait, no, he's on commentary. I mean, do you think he will um, be on yes, commentary? He, of course, he, yeah, obviously. We'll, we'll cut the games. Yeah, he's he's gonna be in the final two of Yokozuna. I would assume he has to have a match before then. I'm not trying to sound stupid. I don't, next I don't week, remember. he's he's gonna end up in a match next week. Or well, something. I don't remember. I was one years old. Right, I wasn't born. He's gonna, he's gonna end up being in a match next week, and people are gonna think we were lying and knew it. But I I have no idea what he ends well, up doing. Well, you said earlier we're gonna act like we don't know. I mean, yeah. just but like we and we will obviously cut back to reality here. Yeah. A lot of this I really don't remember. I mean, you know, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I you know WrestleMania 9 and, you know, what happens to main event and all this stuff, but, like, I don't remember what happens in the second episode of Raw. I don't, I don't, either. I don't, I didn't, I've never watched it. I know, uh, I don't remember a whole lot about it. So, I mean, yeah, like, you know who wins the Rumble, or, obviously, I mean, I mean, yeah. who, who we think wins who we Rumble. think will win, because yeah. it hasn't happened yet. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he has a, I can't, well, I can't remember. I was thinking in my head that he had a singles match at WrestleMania. Why do I think it's against Crush? Which, hey, oh I didn't my, even mean to. Oh, my God. Let's, let's go to what happens at the end. We forgot about Crush. So so you say you think after this Undertaker match is what closes the show, but it really doesn't. What happens? Uh, well, Doink the Clown is just, pay the story off. is just running around at, causing a muck just everywhere, right? So Vince says, fuck this. I want to talk to the guy. He's, I'm interviewing him right now. Impromptu interview. So Vince gets up it starts interviewing him, right? Right. Doink's talking, all this stuff. So then Crush comes out. And at first I thought they were going to say that Doink touched a kid because they meant they no, – I did. I thought that too. I thought, oh. Someone said it, and I was like, guys, that's – I know it's 93, but Jesus, you can't say that. You can't say you that. You can't do it. Well, they didn't. He, he scared a kid is what he did. Or he did something like a balloon or something. Freaked out a kid. So Crush, bra, kept oh. saying. <laughs> bra, Crush is some fucking dork-ass, bulky surfer dude. <laughs> but he he kept saying. Nothing fucking, sounds less intimidating when you keep calling someone bra. Yeah, but he kept saying, hey, bra, you're not going to touch another. Oh, he threatens, he threatens to assault. Yeah, he said, you're not going to touch another kid, bra. You're not gonna 
you know, keep scaring these people, bro. You're not going to do this, bro. And doink. And so he's, he's like, or, you know, or I'm going to have to put my hands on you, bro. And doink. Just no sells the fuck out of this. This Doink's a clown. Crush is a fucking clown. And I put, as I put dunk, doink, dunked. I put doink, dunks on Crush. Just absolutely fucking clowns him. The clown clowns the clown. Doink just slowly pulls out a little water gun <laughs> and keeps it by his waist and just squirts it three times in this bulky dude's fucking eyeball. And then just like chases him. Like... And then just runs around the ring, just throws his legs up at him, laughs at him, and just just fucking fucks with this kid. <laughs> so really and... the real ending actually is the uh, Bobby the Brain getting in. Yeah, uh, well, I, for, so uh, Yokozuna looking real strong going in the Rumble, okay. right? Right. Uh, real excited for this. Michael's. Uh, uh, Razor. Uh, yeah. Real excited for the the Michael Intercontinental Championship match. Or no, sorry, Marty Sean Michael's Mar- Mar- Marty Gennetti. Uh, real excited to see what Bret Hart says next week about Razor Ramon. Uh, Undertaker looking real strong. Uh, Steiner Brothers. Don't know how they're going to get stopped. Real excited to see where Doink and Crush go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, because I would imagine Crush is, is pissed. But can you can you beat up a clown in a cast? Can you? Well, are you are you getting street cred for that really? How or would you just bully him? Would you just shove him down a little bit? How tall is Doink? Doink? I have no idea, Tyler. He didn't look like. I don't. I'm, I don't. I don't know Doink's bio off the top of my head. I really don't. What do you think his shoot weight is? His his shoot weight. What do I think Doink weighs? I think Doink weighs two fifty five. Really? Yeah. Okay. What do you think is What do you think his uh, working weight is? Oh no! I was saying that is that's his real weight. I think he weighs two fifty five legit. Okay. I, I think he's got a little belly on him. I think they probably bill him like two thirty, two. Oh, so you think, think it's the opposite of what usually happens? Yeah, yeah. That they, that they okay, because you know, obviously, it's like this guy's one hundred and eighty pounds, and they say he's two ten. Right. A la Daniel Bryan or something. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I'm excited to see what happens with old Doink and uh, and Crush, and uh, I want to see if Bobby's in next week, yeah. or if he just gets some fucking brains and says, "Hey, this is on." literal television I'll just go watch it I love the idea and this is like a trope that happens what? all the time well what'd you say why, why can't he get in I forget that I don't know I don't say... I sound stupid right now I don't remember why the fuck he's not allowed in I don't know I, I know because Bartlett's like taking his job on commentary and shit so I think he'll do something like what I love why don't you have a four man commentary team <laughs> I love the idea of no we don't want we don't want to root for that I, this is a trope they do in wrestling now like where someone's like where is this wrestler it's like he's not here yet I'm like the show's two hours long and then he shows up with like like in a limo with like at like an hour and 40 minutes in, into the show and it's like guys the show's over because like, obviously like we all know like they, yeah. they get to the building around like two o'clock but I love the idea that you're like oh I gotta work tonight I'm a wrestler well I only have two hours of, of work and I'm showing up an hour and 40 minutes in like that's class is what that is I that's love it. that what do you you'll fire and then me? even later when it's like Five minutes to go in the show. No, you're just now getting to work. God, I love it so much. But uh, um, oh, overall, I I'm gonna give the first Raw three out of five. I think that's fair. I think um, that'll that'll be the, the base right now. It's three out. That's what we'll base everything off of. So now it's either worse than the first Raw or better than the first Raw. Okay, I think that's fair. Yeah. Look, I mean, it's a, obviously a super dated product, but. God, it was funny. I, I will say, yeah, like, shit too. Yeah, it's fun. Like yeah. you look back on that, like 
I thought about all day at work. I'm like, I can't wait to watch episode two. I, I'm excited to see what happens. Are we about to watch episode two? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay, good. So, but uh, yeah, that's our recap on episode one. This is what we're gonna do from now on. Uh, we're also gonna watch the pay per views that go along with yeah. them. We're just gonna start ninety three and work until uh today. <laughs> and then our plan is also to do same thing with WCW. Uh, yeah. whenever Peacock puts old WCW right um nitros on there. Yeah. Uh, but for now, uh, we're just going to do the WWF yeah. slash WWE. Uh, we'd like to do watch-alongs at some point, if that's something people are interested in, where yeah. we, we start it, we talk a little bit, and then we tell you when we're hitting play, and then we all just watch the, uh, the episode together and right. just talk shit. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, all right, so that's it for this episode, and we will see you guys next time. See ya.